Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special and a new show from the latest PS5. My name is Sonny Sangera. I'm joined by the teddy bear himself, as you can see in this weird picture. Alex Sylvester, how are you doing, Alex? What's up, people? You look like I'm Yogi Bear right voice. now. Are you okay? You look uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, we bear. can't say that. Yeah, I think I'm having some legal issues for you, Yogi Bear. But anyway, <laughs> what's up, people? <laughs> how you doing? And we're joined by our special guest today, 2K's Asim Tanvir. How are you doing, Asim? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, nice. I, I'm a listener of the podcast, a regular listener of the podcast, so I'm very happy to join you guys. I, I've done uh, one pair supplement with you, but yeah, yep. it, I'm happy to be on the latest five, the, the latest PS5 podcast. That's right. Well. And this one, and listeners, okay. this show is a unique one because it's you know we all have our lists about what's our favorite game, what's our worst game, and things like that. And we just thought let's put that to a show because it's something good to listen to. You know, you don't get to hear that often, so. Every few weeks, we're going to get people from the industry on and they're going to run their lists like Asim is going to do today. And Asim, you best come prepared, man. If you give me a shit game in this top five, my respect <laughs> level for you is going to drop down. You've got like a life gauge. Like, Pressure's you know, on. Pressure's on. Like, like solid... yeah, yeah, you get a life gauge. You get free loads. Dude, this is... I want you to picture Solid Snake in the torture scene. This is you. Yeah. You best get these games right. So what we're going to ask you today is questions such as uh, your top five games of all time, your biggest disappointments, um, your biggest surprise, and other questions than that, and we'll get further, uh, we'll go through on that one. But before we start, um, where can people find you if they want to chat video games based on your answers, or if they want to hound you about uh, anything two K related? <laughs> uh, they can find me on Twitter usually. Uh, it's, uh, it's my handle essentially, my name at Asim Tanvir. Um, but yeah, if, if you want to talk video games, I'm more than happy to talk video games. So uh, they can find me there. Excellent. I'll put the uh, handle on the description of this podcast so people can see that as well. And they can talk games. And listen, guys, he loves Oli Gunnar Solskjaer and his tactical. <laughs> so if you want to talk tactics and Oli and how great they are, just don't get me him. started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think we'll start from number five then. Uh, so what is your fifth? We're going to go five, four three, two, and then one, and in between we'll do some random questions. So what is your fifth greatest game in Asim Tanvir's list? What is number five <laughs> in that list? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about this like for a while, um, and there's there's so many other games that you miss miss out when you do a top five, but I mean, we're doing top five. This is so what the five is. This, this, is, is, a, this five. is the five. This is the five. Um, fifth for me, like, of all time would be... Um, it's a PlayStation game, so that's uh, that's good for you guys. Um, it is Journey, uh, which originally came out on the PS3 mm -hmm. um, and obviously had a re-release on the PS4 as well. Um, yeah, I mean, that game for me is, it, it, I mean, it's in my top five, but like in terms of like indie games, you know, uh, from like that game company is probably my favorite like indie game ever. Uh, and that's why it makes it into the top five. The simplicity of it, um, when you've got a couple of buttons you're using it's essentially like you've got the movement you've got like the interact button and the way you know you start off uh, and you're kind of by yourself in like this this uh, foreign land essentially and you kind of have to find your way through and eventually you you see other people come into the mix as well and you're like wait is that AI control is that another human and then you kind of you know you go on a journey together yeah. um you know and you're you're making connections through just simple chirps like a button press all you're doing is chirping but that in itself like you want to keep each other alive you want to you know like communicate and help each other across across this journey you're taking um 
it just struck a chord with me in terms of the, the game design, uh, the simplicity of it, and the way um, that, you know, passed on to making a connection with the player as well, and then making connections with other players. Mm -hmm. uh, and then on top of that, the soundtrack, uh, the score from it from Austin Wintry, who won a Grammy as well. I think that's up there as my favorite video, like one of my favorite video game soundtracks. Uh, it's just so emotive. Um, and, you know, the, the, the title track from it uh, is just, yeah, that, there's that part, which I'm sure you know if you played it, it, where you're kind of going through the sand. It's almost like a, you're almost like skating or surfing through the sand. And the music, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, starts off slow and then hits a massive crescendo at the end. And it's like, it's just... That's when the euphoric. sunlight hits and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you get that euphoric feeling. It's less like, yeah, proper like goosebump moments you have throughout the game. And um, and then, yeah, um, at the end, like you see the, you know, if you're, if you connect with more than like one player, you'll see their, their, their PSN ID come up as well. Like you connected mm. with this many players. It's just, yeah, it, it's, it has a special place in my heart. Uh, so yeah, Journey would be my fifth place right, game. Excellent. Now I'll give you a funny story about this game. So Alex used to come to my house and as we did, he'd, he'd get his ass whooped in Tekken while we're <laughs> drinking. And this was at like one, two in the morning. And I said, oh, Al, you need to play this game. Just, just give it a quick go. See what you think. It's called Journey. So he plays it. Half past five in the morning, he finishes the game. You know, what I mean? <laughs> he didn't stop. Usually, Alex falls asleep. You know what I mean? But he did not stop playing this game. You know, absolutely stunning on that sense. And yeah, I'm with you on that one. The experience was extraordinary, mm. and I love the fact that when you found a player, you created your own language. Just like we, yeah. we, we me and uh, this guy, we would just like <laughs> double jump when there was danger, so that we knew that double jump means danger. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, was absolutely, uh, was a special experience. So that was your number five, which was Journey. What was about your yeah. number four? Number four, um, another game that first came to PlayStation, I don't think has been on any other platform than PlayStation as well. So again, good that I'm on a PlayStation podcast and I'm talking PlayStation games. Uh, <laughs> uh, would be Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Uh, happy. Uh, I know you guys have mentioned it in your like favorite games as well. Uh, it's just that, uh, you know, some people would argue it's the best Metal Gear game, uh, you know, in the series. Uh, and there, there are arguments to be made for that. Of course there are. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, you know, from, from the opening, like you, like you go through the opening section and, and, you know, you, it's kind of like, I, I guess they didn't pull the rug, like, like Kojima didn't pull the rug between you know, your, your feet, like MGS2, but you, you're, you think you're snake, but obviously you're playing as big boss, right? That's mm. the kind of reveal at the start. And you're going back way back at the start uh, you know essentially and then you're playing that opening section you're like wait a minute i haven't had any like proper intro you're just like put straight in there and then you play through the section and then then the credits hit like it really goes through like move like bond movie style like the credits mm -hmm. hit and that's the the snakier theme is again like it, it's, it's one of my favorite from the series and i think that sets the tone for the game coming uh after that part and then you have uh the story is probably my favorite of the Metal Gears uh, in terms of like um, having you, cause like Big Boss is set up as the bad guy, you know, the first Metal Gear Solid, like, you know, uh, and then you get to see exactly why he took this journey from, you know, from where he was to like, like to where he is in the present. Um, and yeah, just the story, uh, the soundtrack again, I love soundtracks for games like, and that, that, that hit on point. And the way it evolved, uh, what came before it, 
uh, from uh, MGS one and MGS two in terms of the stealth mechanics and you know the camouflage stuff, the fact that you had to. It was eat. like an RPG. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it, it was Kojima introducing like RPG as, uh, aspects of the game, like the survival aspects, and you're like your 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 tummy would grumble, you know, giving your position <laughs> away. So you had to make sure you know you were you know well fed on the calorie mates, etc., or snakes or whatever wildlife you found. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, exactly. I said, I want to enlighten you on something. Now, imagine, remember how hard that game was, right? It was really hard when you went on extreme. It was. Yeah. Alex did it on a DS screen. Uh, I mean, yeah. what? <laughs> he, he, he yeah, finished man. it on extreme on a flipping DS. Wow. I was like, how has he done that? Was that the yeah, 3DS a, version? The, the 3DS version yeah. of the game, yeah. And it was yeah. great. I mean, actually utilized like the, the stereoscopic um, yeah. effects um, quite well. Uh, but that game was phenomenal, man. And like pretty much everything you're saying just hits every single beat that I felt. Uh, yeah. while playing that game so I think for that alone you should get like an extra life so, yeah, <laughs> well I mean it, yeah it's just it's just all those elements and then like the boss battles I think it has the best boss boss battles in the series um, yeah yeah from the pain of the sorrow mm-hmm. to the end um uh, yeah. and, and even the shago had you know towards shago hard shago yeah. hard <laughs> um yeah and then it. the whole the the actual last bo- uh, last fight with the boss it's a very yeah. like uh, it's a very double-edged sword battle because you're like yeah. the mentor, uh, and the way it's set in that 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 white uh, white field is is like yeah. very very cinematic. It's very Kojima, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it, it holds a very special place again in my heart. Like just just, just like number five did, uh, but yeah, I will always for- never forget the first time I played that game, and uh, it, it ranks up this. Like, stunning choice, yeah. stunning choice, and it does end choice. up. And many people's um, charts, you know, if they know Metal Gear Solid. Okay, so before we move to your top three, then yeah. let's let's go off on a tangent on this one. What has been your biggest disappointment? So what I mean is um, a game that you knew was coming out. You were hyped for this game. You were excited about this game, and it came out. And it didn't live up to the hype. You were really, really disappointed. It could be more than one, and it has to be a game that's been released. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, interesting. So, <laughs> I remember, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting question because, like, the first game that comes to my mind is, is probably one that you both might be disappointed for both of you as well. Haze. Um, oh fucking hell! Let's not talk about. Oh my god, I, I had that like etched out of brain. Because <laughs> the hype for that, like yeah. before it launched, was immense. It's like, um, uh, was you know they they, they had like, like some gameplay footage. They had like, they, they probably released some screenshots. E three stage like... next to Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots. That I remember, yeah, prestige. <laughs> I remember, I remember that, and like it was you know supposed to be like the FPS you know on the PS three. It was supposed to mm. battle like Halo you know at the time, um, and then it came out. It was just a massive disappointment. The the gunplay was okay. It was just everything else around it. The visuals were okay. The first the level eight. was completed. The rest of it wasn't. <laughs> the first level yeah. was fine. Yeah, it, it looked like a PS One game after. It that. just we didn't went... have any like depth to like the the game. It was just like you you were kind of just going through like um, I, I guess like shooting rooms or shooting boxes essentially. And the AI was was horrible. It was just a horrible experience. And like from something that was hyped up so much. And I remember like before it came out, reading like in magazines at the time. Before the internet, where you know, at large, like magazines, remember reading like 
PlayStation magazines, official magazines, like reading all the previews and previews sounded great. I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be the one like to battle Halo on the PlayStation. <laughs> no, it was not. It was, no, it, it no. was not. It, it was, was very, story. It was, terrible AI. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly. very strategic because it was the concept of that game to this day is one of the best. Yeah, you know about yeah. private military drug use, hallucinations. You, you're being hid from what you're mm. actually doing, which is war crimes and stuff. You're like, oh my god, man, this sounds amazing. And they, and the hype. And I was so hyped because it was a time splitters team. Free Radical had just yeah. were like the kings of PS2, right? And we were like, this game is going to be stunning. And I remember I worked in game when that came out. Luckily, I could just return it straight away because I was like, this is a pile <laughs> of shit. First day at Ubisoft, they were like, how do you feel? I was like, who made Haze? <laughs> show me who the fuck made Hayes right I don't have a word with them but yeah what yeah. a pile of shit that game turned out to be you yeah. know um, it wasn't do you have yeah. any, other, any other disappointments besides Hayes besides Hayes oh, and that's the one that immediately springs to mind um, PS3 I mean, uh, I'd say like shortly like shortly behind it uh, Doom 3 as well uh, Doom okay. 3 was it was you know um it was it was kind of built up to be again like a, a a proper doom sequel and it was good don't get me wrong it, but it was just wasn't as good as like you know you play the the, the like the reboots that have come out now and those capture the essence of doom mm-hmm. um uh doom you know that came out in 2018 was it 2018 yeah. or I can't remember that but uh, and then doom eternal they they capture the essence of what makes doom like this was uh, what they did with doom 3 was make it kind of like um just like a, any space marine shooter uh it was kind of generic uh yeah. with like the doom name on it so i think that was a disappointment uh again kind of built on the hype that was surrounding it mm, definitely uh okay so uh they're your biggest disappointments let's move yeah. back to your top five number five was journey number four was metal gear solid three snake eater what is number three number three is god of war 2018 uh, Baller. another <laughs> another playstation game um it was one, you know, that uh, it was one that was I wasn't that hyped about, and maybe because it was like uh, another God of War game, but yeah, and it was after, was it God? What was there was God of War three, and there was Ascension. another one, Ascension, yeah, and that was kind of it was okay, it was an okay game, but it was just kind of like it didn't really do anything new and didn't bring anything new. Like all the God of Wars, like one, two, and three, essentially brought something new to the franchise. Uh, this was just like it just seemed like it was like like a yeah like a throwaway game almost and it was like okay what are they gonna do next so when this was like um you know before it was coming out I was paying attention to it but I wasn't like super hyped about it but then obviously it came out uh what a game uh mm. I mean uh, Corey Barlog and the team at Sony Santa Monica did an amazing job amazing job like it added depth to the character that you thought yeah, this could is not guy get depth. You, you thought you couldn't get any <laughs> yeah depth, you couldn't right? get depth there. like you're adding depth to a character that was less, just like kind of like one dimensional but mm. they added like you know different facets to him like you know ha- having his son uh having his wife who's you know obviously passed away and having that on his shoulders and then um kind of dealing with that and how the game deals with him not you know transitioning i guess from being that god and that general from being also a father as well and that that story point was you know throughout it was was great and then the combat oh wow the combat was just immense like the facets of the combat the the axe and then obviously you bring out the chains that was like a holy shit moment uh yeah, definitely um, 
One and of the greatest like, moments in video games for me. That <laughs> yeah. Scene, incredible, incredible moment. And it's like just the exploration part as well. Like um, I don't actively go out and platinum games uh, unless I really, really enjoy them. And I just wanted to like spend more, even after I got the platinum, I wanted to spend more time in the world just to explore and like you learn, learn more lore about kind of what, what's going on here. Um, and then even the side characters like like Freya uh, as well, like, you know, they 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 made like you, you when you initially meet her, you think like she's just a side character, but she has, has obviously a big part to play in the game and obviously in the future of the series as well. Um, and then, yeah, the boss fights, the one with the big dragon, I will never forget that. I was like, holy oh, shit, what is happening here on the screen? Um, yeah, just amazing. And the, like every part with the serpent as well was 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 so well done. It's just a, there's very few games that I can like say like, you know that, that are perfect but that comes as close to perfect like you can't fault it mm. but technically you can't fault it like gameplay wise you can't can't fault it like story wise even like soundtrack wise the score was amazing as well i have uh, one i have one fault gone it ended it ended <laughs> <laughs> we're, getting, you know, we're getting a sequel soon well yeah, uh, so there you go. i know I'll, you'll be happy to know because obviously uh, they had the showcase last week yeah unveiling that Corey Barlog isn't the director he's creative director at Santa Monica he's working on a different project so a lot of wording came out and it's come out obviously that this God of War will continue that one continuous shot which was yeah. what made God of War so yeah, great yeah. right that was fantastic yeah, yeah. and yeah. this time it's with an SSD behind it so no silly hidden loading times behind <laughs> animations and stuff like that but all I can say is can you just imagine what that Leviathan axe is going to feel like on the dual sense controller <laughs> you know when it yes. comes back to you and you catch it wow it's gonna, feedback's be gonna be great yeah no it's just a fantastic game it's just very like i said very hard to make a make a fault with it and yeah i was i was left blown away it was just a yeah in terms of like c- combining like gameplay with a story with technical uh, aspects as well superb superb it was the first for me it was the first game that wasn't called metal gear where i was conflicted <laughs> on do i just sit down and continuously play it or do i try and spread it out without yeah. you know and Obviously, The Last of Us 2 joins that as well, but those were the three. But God of War, yeah, I didn't know whether I wanted to finish it straight away or just take my time and enjoy it. You know, I took my time in the end. And yeah, Yeah. what a game. What a game. Okay, number two, the runner-up, the one that just missed out on top. (laughs) Just missed out. Uh, This has been my number one for a while, so it's been very hard, you know, pushed off. Uh, The original Metal Gear Solid. Uh, unforgettable uh experience and like it's uh not only obviously was the game amazing and you know it was the first game that to me as a as a player at that time showed me that games can be you know games can be cinematic uh you know even even at that time on the place and we like we probably thought this looked amazing but looking back now it's just it's just polygons and pixels everywhere really uh but <laughs> it's it, like a bit it, terrible now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly at all yeah. then again twin snakes isn't too bad twin snakes is a nice update yeah um, no it was, a good, it was a good update yeah, yeah it was a good update uh but like the original will still like i said it, it will hold a special place for me because it just showed me like games can be something more and they could add that cinematic aspect um and while if you could probably go back to it now it's probably not as good to play because it's a bit clunky uh obviously you know ps1 mm-hmm. days um but yeah it's it, it, the way the the story right uh kind of flowed and the twist with like um 
with uh, Miller being liquid, although we kind of all figured that out, to be honest. Let's be honest about that. And the fact I didn't. That had to... <laughs> I didn't. I was like, <laughs> you were in fuck? shock. <laughs> Uh, and the fact, you know, the, the the iconic moments, obviously, like, you know, reading the back of the box to figure out Meryl's codec and stuff like that. Because I, yeah, I, awesome. I racked my head for like so much, so much. I was like, where is a codec? <laughs> I went through every, like, I called every, every frequency <laughs> until yeah. I found it. And I, that's what I did. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it was only when I went to like school and, and like I was, we, we were talking about it and my friend was like, Look at the back of the box. I was like, "What?" what do you mean? <laughs> and I remember, like, looking. I was like, "Oh my days! It's right there in front of me." It's like, the back of the box. Um, yeah. And obviously, Psychomantis is like the the boss battle, right? It's it's, it's these both. Yeah. Like, the one gets the, the one get, that gets talked about to this day. Reading your memory card, reading that you played Castlevania or Frogger or whatever you had on your memory card. Um, still, <laughs> still, still incredible to this day. I don't think that's been surpassed in terms of like outside the box game design and thinking in terms of like. Um, you know, showing the player that more uh, that the video game medium can be more than just you know sh- uh, shooting pixels or you know you know uh, FPS stuff. It was it was it was superb, and it's probably the reason why um, I got into gaming as I am now. I was like, after playing it, I was like, I want to work in the industry. I, I want to be behind like stuff like this. So that's why uh, you know, aside from the amazing game that is, it just yeah, it's the one that probably push me to go into the industry amazing dude yeah i'm pretty sure it's on mine and alex's list you know metal gear one metal gear three what a fucking game i remember yeah. did you get the demo on the i just kept playing that demo over and over and then like you said there's no internet so when the demo finished you're like shit when's the game out when is the game out you know and yeah, yeah what a what a game like i just yeah. i pray every day you know like i remember Remake. playing uh <laughs> Guns of the Patriots, and you go back to Shadow Moses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Incredible I think I spent like three hours in that one section because I just kept <laughs> looking at every nook and cranny. I was like, I remember yeah. this. I remember that fucking camera's broken. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, it was. It was There's funny. another story behind that as well. So when I, I was looking for the, the game so much because, like, again, back in those days, you would read magazines, right? You read like Play Magazine or Official PlayStation. And I remember my mom was so angry at me because I traded in all my games I had just to get Metal Gear Solid. She was like, why have you traded in all your games just for this one game? And I was like, it's worth it. And I literally yeah. got every single penny out of it because I played it and then replayed it to get the bandana, the, you know, and and the, suit, ammo, the yeah. yeah, the tuxedo suit and all that sort of stuff. So I played it uh, not only by myself the first time, then I, when like friends would come, we would kind of play it together, like take turns after everyone like kind of died or whatever, uh, just to carry on and stuff as well. So yeah, and, uh, uh, let's not forget the uh, stealth suit. That's what everybody wanted. Exactly, really. yeah. They wanted exactly. the stealth suit, right? Exactly. Was it? Yeah, amazing game. And you probably traded in at an electronics boutique back I did. in those I days. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Electronics I did. boutique. I, I did. did mine as well. I traded in, but I remember um, just my brother, me, my cousin. Again, it's one of those games that has memories to it. And yeah. it's weird because for me, I still, I prefer Metal Gear Solid 2's bosses as my favorite game for bosses. You know, like it was just so different. But Metal Gear Solid 1, you know, that sniper wolf fight. And sniper, we'll fight. Yeah, yeah. But, but of all the Metal Gear games, the best 
fight scene for me is when you fight Cyborg in the office. Like, you're just tearing up yeah, this office. Yeah. And I look back at it and think, how the fuck did they get that running on a PS1? <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was ahead of its time. And yeah, I mean, Kanziba's obviously done wonders with the series afterwards. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, that's why it's second place for me. Excellent. Well, I've got a few other questions, but I don't want to ask them because I feel number one might be in them if it's okay. number one for a reason. So uh, I'll come back to uh, some of those questions. So what was your biggest surprise? We spoke about disappointment, which you said mm. was hey. So what was your biggest surprise? And for example, I mean, a game that you weren't expecting anything from or you just had time to kill and you're like, you know what, I'll just try this game or you bought it in a sale and you were like, wow. What an experience. That was great. So what was your most surprising game? Surprising game. That's a good question. Uh, most surprising game. Um, this was, again, it was a PS2 game. And it was one for me at that time and that age um, where I wasn't really into those type of games. So Shadow of the Colossus is what I want to say uh, nice. as a surprising game. And actually, if I, was have, if I was to have a top 10, that would probably be in there somewhere. But it surprised me in the sense that um, at that time, I didn't play Ico or Ico, however you want to pronounce it. Um, so I was like, yeah, it's not my type of game. I don't want to play it. And I didn't read anything about it. I just, uh, I remember, again, it was just kind of like speaking through friends. Uh, they were like, oh, you should try this game. It's, uh, it's, they, were, they, they were trying to sell it to me. They were like, it's basically <laughs> like, just like uh, lots of boss battles. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound great. There's nothing to do in between. And then uh, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll pick it up. So I picked it up. I, I actually didn't pick it up on release. I bought the, the special cardboard copy I found yeah, yeah, yeah. hand version. Uh, I think it was at game or game session at the time. Uh, and I bought it and I played it and I was like, wow, how wrong was I? This, this is, this game is incredible. Like um, again, it was on the PS2. It was probably like, it was pushing the PS2 to its limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why they did a, a remake um, <laughs> like to get a new audience. But yeah, at the time it was the frame rate was, dodgy as hell it was probably like down to like 10 15 or 20 frames at times but it was just the experience from boss battle to boss battle Mm -hmm. and how each boss battle was essentially a level in itself you had to figure out how to how to not only uh, kill it but how to climb on it and get to the weak point obviously as well so yeah that that surprised me and and like surprised me so much that 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 it made it in that it wouldn't would make it into my top 10 if there was a top 10 did you do you remember just how beautiful that oh, remake incredible. was? That remake was stunning. Oh, I played that as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to play that, uh, I just remember like playing it for the first time on the PS2, and like when you get to that first Colossus, uh, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, how do how am I going to take this down? And then you slowly figure out, okay, this is you got to climb up it. You have to you know hold the sword up and kind mm. of find the points. It was like a like a mini puzzle game in itself. And like I said, each boss battle was a level. Um, so like the friends who tried to sell it to me as like, oh, this, this boss battles were kind of underselling it, I thought. Um, so when I talk about it to people now and like get them to play, it, I'm, I actually talk them through it properly. Like, yeah, trying to sell them the game. Uh, but yeah, that surprised me in the sense, like I said, I wasn't looking forward to it or any, any sense. And I wasn't looking to actually pick it up, but uh, did pick it up and it was, it was incredible. Uh, I'm going to blow your mind and stab you in the heart at the same time, because uh, so internally, when R&D created the DualSense controller to show off the triggers, they used Shadow of the Colossus. (laughs) And as your grip went down, the resistance lifted. So you were trying to hold a button 
that would be amazing. Was pushing back up because you're losing your grip, and then eventually it would click out, and you were like, oh, "Can you imagine that?" Like that would be amazing. Would be they should just release an upgrade, like an uh, like an update for it for PS5, just uh, just to exactly, that. yeah, good. exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, so before we get into number one, um, two questions. So your favorite controller and your favorite console of all time. So obviously not like. Mm. Oh, that because it had the power or anything. So, yeah. it, what, why it meant something to you, the console did, you know, and why it's your favorite console uh, okay. at that time. So, your favorite controller and then your favorite console. And then we favorite, get to your number one. Favorite controller. It can be non PlayStation, right? I don't want to offend it. Can anyone, be, no, 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 no. Listen, I've got this Nintendo <laughs> dude on this show every week. And every week I've got to listen to him. I switch every week. The best <laughs> so, uh, my favorite controller, just in terms of like uh, feel and playing it, was, was, would be actually GameCube controller. Um, or, or specifically, would be, sorry, Sonny, or specifically, would be the Wavebird. Um, oh, um, he's taking it there, you know. <laughs> um, and I think it's, it's actually ironic. I think we're 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 recording this, and it's like I think it's just been the GameCube's twentieth or like like yeah, one yeah. of its anniversaries. Yep, yep, um, it so it was a very underrated console as well, and like the controller was. Uh, I think if you talk to people who obviously played a lot of the GameCube, they were like GameCube is up there as their favorite controller because it just had. It doesn't look like it would make sense with all the, where the buttons and the. the look like a sex toy. <laughs> I mean, you said it. <laughs> I'm just saying it. I'll say it how it is, right? It looked like a sex toy, but anyway. But it, no, it was. It, it it shouldn't work. Like the way you look at it, it shouldn't work. But when you're gr- like gripping it and holding it, the buttons are are in all the right places. The analog sticks are in all the right places to play to play pretty much any type of game. Um, yep. And I feel like uh, you know. The GameCube didn't do as well as it probably should have, so maybe people don't appreciate it for for that reason. But games like yeah. I remember playing Luigi's Mansion on launch uh, with that controller, really? um, even Mario Sunshine. I know a lot, lot, lot of people hate Mario Sunshine. That was amazing with that controller. Oh, yeah. uh, Wave Race as well with that controller was amazing. Yeah, that was um, sick. So, the question is, when you think about the pad, what game do you think about besides Resident Evil Four? <laughs> uh, when I think about the pad, I think of Luigi's Mansion. To be honest, yeah, um, nice. uh, I think that's still uh, up there as one of my favorite uh, Nintendo games. Like, like Luigi's Mansion, I think it's great. Um, yeah, that that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about GameCube and like the, the controller in general. But yeah, uh, the Wavebird would be my favorite. That was controller. like that was like the first controller which had resistive triggers. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Take a look uh, at Sonny's face. Look at his face. No, no, no. I, 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 I've got one locked in the chamber for you, innit? But I, I was like, shall I, shall I say it? Or get oh, you can say it. Like, Go ahead. You know what I mean? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, listen. I, I get it flair for the 10 people that yeah. played the GameCube. You know I mean? <laughs> it's fine. But okay, so favourite like console, million, dude. Anyway. Favourite console, uh, without a doubt. I mean, the 360 would run it close. Um because I had a lot of good times on 360, uh, and the console itself was great. The online was great, but PS2, by far, uh, kind of um, would be would be the favorite console. Just not only for its power and the games, just how it changed gaming um, for for myself and a lot of people. I, I feel, uh, and a lot of mem- a lot of like my favorite games uh, were, were on the PS2, um, and. Lots of playing Pez, obviously on the PS2, so that probably uh, brings a smile to Sonny's face. Uh, yeah, lots of playing Pez on there, like Metal Gear uh, Two, Three, 
uh, Shadow Colossus, like games like that. Um, it was just a, I think the sales figures obviously speak for themselves and the, its lifespan speaks for itself as well. Uh, how many iterations of the console there were and how many amazing games there were on there. It didn't start well with their launch. Uh, you know, there were some good games on there like Time Splitters and stuff like that, SSX. Um, but the way... FIFA 2001. <laughs> once it once it got into its stride um it was it was like there was it was a console where there was great first party games and also great uh, third party games as well and there was a mix of like everything like action games sports games everything on there that that you could want i think sony has you know a big thank you was when they had no games they were lucky to have a metal gear solid 2 e3 bridge trailer which got everybody <laughs> like i'll keep it i'll wait i'll wait because it didn't really explode until gta 3 came out yeah once, that's like, true very once, true once gta 3 came out everyone and then metal gear solid 2 followed yeah as was in its stride and yeah it was it, it was going like crazy um yeah but yeah ps2 definitely up there man um okay all right <laughs> we've had number five journey yes number four was metal gear solid three snake eater number three i've already forgotten god of war god, god of war 2018 <laughs> yeah number two the original metal gear solid on playstation one if you Sorry. fucking say Luigi's Mansion now, I swear <laughs> to God, I swear, man. Yeah, he will kiss yeah. your feet. <laughs> I will drum roll, please. <laughs> what is your number one? Uh, number one, um, without a doubt, Luigi's Mansion. Is... <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, no, um, is The Last of Us Part Two. Um, nice. Yeah, it is, hey, nice. It is, um, like I said, Metal Gear Solid was number one for so long. Uh, and then this game, this game came along, and um, yeah, I could, I could speak, I could write a dissertation about this game in terms of like how how good how good it is. Um, story, uh, I still, I still to this day, and I, I think I mentioned this to Sunny, like I still to this day, like still watch the like no spoilers for anyone, but I still go on YouTube when I'm just like got got time in my hands and like watch the ending. Uh, and watch yeah. people's reaction to the ending, like people playing it and like, like reacting to it. They're it's the best, just, man. They're the best. It just yeah. hits. It hits all the feels in all the places. Um, and you know, not only the story. I think obviously, like The Last of Us, the first one is an amazing game as well. But how you uh, you know evolve that and improve that is a tough challenge for for any studio. But mm. Naughty Dog like took it took it upon themselves improved every single aspect like game like gameplay alone um is just phenomenal it's just like the it's it's, it's almost like i want them to make a metal gear solid game because the stealth is so good <laughs> yeah, the yeah, stealth yeah. Part of the game is so good and then when you do get into like the, the kind of the 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 shootouts or the actiony bit the it's it's just it's like it's an engrossing exhilarating experience uh, uh and it's intense uh yeah, yeah. like definitely it's just so good. I like. Uh, there's like. I think, Joel, that's the, I think that's the best word. Intense. That's the yeah. best word to use for it. It hits all the right places in terms of like story, gameplay. Uh, like I know it got a lot of hate uh, when it came out for uh, kind of broaching on certain topics. Uh, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think and the way it handles these topics that it hits upon, it it handles them with such class. And yeah. like uh, such integrity, like everything they do in terms of the story, they earn it because of what they that they, they have before it. 
So they, it's not just like a throwaway thing. It's earned through what they do previously in the story and throughout the game as well. So yeah, uh, it will take something special to knock um, this off top spot um, for me. It's just, I feel like... I mean, maybe it will. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. I mean, I, I, I feel like, um, like, like, like people still like, obviously not in our circles, like people probably still think like gaming is a thing for kids or like, it's just like a hobby or a pastime, but like games like these, um, like show that the medium can, you know, like I mentioned, like Metal Gear Solid show the medium can be something else. It can be cinematic. Last of Us 2 Part 2 takes it from another level. It shows that it can have um, storytelling that rivals like um, movies and TV shows uh, and that has that gameplay uh, like to back it up as well. And I, yeah, uh, I know Alex hasn't played it, so I'm not going to... Is that Ellie behind you? Yeah, yeah, Ellie oh, behind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see it. I, I was just looking as you were talking. I was like, what the fuck is that? It was almost like it? a hint in the background, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, see, I see a Dark Knight poster above it. You see Dark Knight, you Frame, see Dark yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but yeah, it's... what a game. What yeah. the, you, did, you can just use everything under the sun, everything you said, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I think intense is a good one. There's no, whether it be the narrative or the gameplay, it's always yeah. intense, you know? And yeah, yeah, what a stunning game. And, and even, can't wait. even in its, again, no spoilers, like Sonny, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Even in its, in its quieter moments, like of gameplay, uh, one particular section, uh, it, it just hits everything still. Um, and it, it, it hits in a way that most other games probably, probably dream of doing, I guess. Mm. Um, and actually, in some parts, it, it is better in its quieter moments where you just get to stand back and like take it all in and like just see the characters uh, grow. And... and and listen, one of the best moments that you're talking about, you can miss really easy if you don't have yeah, yeah. the key, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, to get yeah. in the shop. But like, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And you mentioned it about Naughty Dog, the pressure they must have been under because it mm. came off. Obviously, Uncharted 2 was getting 10 out of 10s. Uncharted 3 got yeah. 10 out of 10s. The Last of Us got 10 out of 10s. Uncharted 4 got 10 out of 10. So you're just thinking that, okay, you are the it studio. You are the <laughs> studio. The pressure is on you to perform. You're, you says you were never going to do it. You're doing the sequel. We don't want the sequel beat that original <laughs> and they just smashed it like yeah you know, it's it yeah, that was the thing uh, like like you say there like actually well after playing the first game i was like in my in my head and like when speaking to i was like i don't want a sequel it's perfect as it is just leave it <laughs> uh but then they did a sequel and it's like okay uh what they're gonna do and they just absolutely knocked it out of the park the way yeah the the again uh alex hasn't played it alex you should play it definitely oh like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no, 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 no. He's finished it he finished it. finished it. Okay, so we can talk about it. We can go in. We can go in. Give you give you an idea, Asim. He so Alex was like, I didn't like the ending to the original Last of Us. Okay. What the fuck are you on about? He's like, I didn't like it. I was like, you got to play two, and I guarantee you, and I promise you, you play two, and you will appreciate one's ending so much more. And yeah. he did it, and he, he was like, I yeah. can't believe how good they did that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so and I was good. fortunate as well because I obviously I played it on the PS5, like both versions. Oh, wow. So I didn't have to yeah. I didn't have to wait for no loading or anything. So obviously <laughs> I missed the whole hype, you know. But obviously, in that privileged point of view, you know, what I mean it just, just goes straight into it. So but yeah, I was, the first part of it, I was just thinking, as soon as it ended, I was thinking, come on, they can't just wrap it up just like that. <laughs> I was like, come on, that's terrible storytelling. But then 
uh, part two and it's the way it picks up and the way that they deal with certain issues i was like oh my god the writers of this game are phenomenal you know and it's no wonder that they're going to be translated into a tv show yeah i think it's going to be i can't wait for the tv show and like yeah i'd like to like to touch upon like um i've got friends who are like casual gamers and like uh like one friend recently got in touch with me like he recently played it and he just messaged me after he finished it he was like dude what a game he's like i'm still, I'm still thinking about it and like, like this is a casual gamer who has a ps uh a ps4 pro or a ps5 i think he's got now and he just played it and like, like he only plays that one game a year maybe he played it and he was like bro i'm still thinking about it i'm still thinking about it. like even a week later he's like, i'm still thinking about it it just leaves yeah a mark on you like like even a year or so after playing it i'm still thinking about it so it's a it's uh yeah it's it's incredible just incredible i'm playing through it again you know i mean that's how good the game is i'm playing through it again (laughs) you know and it's it's even better the second time you know because you can just see how they were tying up the uh story you know yeah although i did i I guess again i mentioned like the only platinum games that i really enjoyed i did platinum this as well so i did kind of play through it again like just to get platinum and just like Mm -hmm. eke out every bit of story that i could see every corner of every every area as well and just like yeah taking taking the law um yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see where they go with the game like the series now if they if they do um could they could they could they take it anywhere else i mean well they, he said that the, 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 there is a rough script written but they're not ready to make it yet are they so i want yeah. them to do something different and then come back to it because yeah i think that i think that, there was yeah. a good break between uh, that and uncharted obviously before that but we know that obviously with the Last of Us TV show, we know that we've got factions coming, which is the multiplayer yeah. mode, which was exceptional in the first game. Yeah, we've also got the rumored remake in production. Um, so yeah, it'll be really, really interesting to see where they go. So now we know that your number one is the Last of Us Part Two. Uh, what is <laughs> uh, the only reason I didn't want to ask these two questions is because it might have been your number one. Um, <laughs> so what game means the most to you? Oh. <laughs> So like it has a more like journey gave you that experience. Yeah. Last of Us is the top of your list. Metal Gear gave you that first thingy. Pez is Pez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's got to be some like what game means the most. I mean, let's take Pez out because Pez would be the answer because of the people you've met. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was community. gonna say Pez because of because of relationships <laughs> I've made through Pez and like uh, what it's afforded. That's me, the like. easy answer. So let's get that yeah. one out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Konami, scooch up, throw it out. Pez is one. <laughs> right, come on. Mm-hmm. Game that means the most to me. I think, yeah, I think, I guess we kind of, kind of touched upon it. Would be, would be maybe the first. It's probably hard to pick between the between Metal Gear Solid because it inspired me so much, and like I, I was like, I want to work in the industry. I want to do something in the industry. Like it inspired me to get there. So that would be from that side, uh, and then. Um, in terms of Ooh. other game that would mean would be like Journey. Uh, I think uh, that because it, I played it at a time, not to get too emotional or deep, but I played it at a time in my life where I was like, I was going through a tough period and it was like, um, and that game like was, was kind of like a warm hug for me almost. Um, mm. So that, that, that means a lot to me in that sense. So those are the two that I'd probably, I'd probably pick. Okay. Uh, and the most visually stunning game that you've played? Ooh. Um, ooh, that's interesting. Visuals. Um, visually stunning game. Wow. Um, ooh. Are we talking 
Well, just at, the, at, at you know, it could have been at that time. Not okay. like because now, if you were to say yeah. now, it would be PS5 games. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. That was, yeah. that was my question. At, the, at that time, it, 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 you were just like jaw drop. Most breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to think where that would come. I think ooh, this is interesting. So there's several games that would fall into this category that were, that was like, fire up. Holy, holy crap, I'm, I'm, I'm playing this. Um, I think the most visually stunning game and probably bring a smile to Sunny's face would be Fight Night Round 3 on the Xbox 360 um, um, because that showed like there was stuff released before that that generation of consoles PS3 360 and mm-hmm. it was like okay it's kind of seems like it's an iteration upon like what the consoles came before but that was the first game that absolutely like jaw dropping when, when when I when I played it on the 360. Um, I was like, wow, this is what this move to like these consoles means. You're get gonna get fidelity like this, mm-hmm. uh, and it, and it helped. It was a great game as well. Um, so I think at that time that just took my breath away in terms of like, okay, so now we're in business on on, on these generations of consoles. This is the, this is what the standard is. Um, but I guess in the more immediate, like I guess in the present. The one like games that games that wowed me would be Horizon Zero Dawn when I played it for the first time was was one wow. that uh, would be up there just like the the sheer scale of like the 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 creatures uh, and the world itself Zelda. yeah Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild listen listen reaction is everything and acid laugh at Zelda Breath of the Wild right you know what I mean laugh of joy that was just like I I remember it well I appreciate the Zelda game (laughs) oh my god do you say appreciate but but they're not for me I think they're a bit overrated if I was to be honest that that might be a what yes that's what I'm saying excellent I'm sorry Alex I'm sorry Anyway, all right, for everyone, everyone has the game. No, you, you know, know what? Yeah, if you haven't played the game, yeah, it's kind of like you know, Shadow of the Colossus. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to judge it until you played it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll forgive you on that one. Yeah, you need to play Asim in 720p. All right, uh, okay. Uh, it is the really best fun. way to play any game <laughs> on your mobile. <laughs> Not, I'm going to trick you out here. I didn't send you this one. Uh, your best, just one. Sports game, <laughs> best sports game. Um, interesting. <laughs> it would, I mean, given my history, it would, it, it's going to be a Pez. It's going to be a Pez. Uh, you can hear the audience just yelling, Obviously, it's Pez. <laughs> they probably are. They're like, No, they're thinking some people are, are looking really close. Is he going to say NBA 2K? Is he going to? I mean, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I love the NBA 2K series, but like my history, uh, like sports games, Pez, Pez 5 is my, is my favorite Pez, and probably, um, you know the sports game I played a, a lot of, like spent a lot, like the PES series in general. I played a lot of time playing it, um, but PES Five in terms of like the gameplay balance, um, the Master League, uh, and it also I think at that time brought in some online elements as well. Um, mm. Yeah, that would that would still that would that would be up there as my uh, as my best sports game. 
Right. So before you go, I couldn't tell you about this one because then you can be able to pre- prep about it. So we're going to do some word association. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> I thought if I tell him, he's going to... everybody. thing is, <laughs> listeners should know, uh, me and Asim go way back. We know each other really, really well. We're a part of the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer fan club. And uh, I'm joking on that one. But yeah, so if I said to Asim, I'm going to do word association, he would know... He would gauge probably what like a few of them are. Like we went out for a shisha a few weeks back and we guessed each other's like top five. Like we got most of the games that were in them, right? No, I guess most that were in your top ten, not the top five. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Close enough. So I'm I'm only gonna do five, but you gotta answer fast. You cannot like you know, okay. first word, <laughs> one word, right? One word. Straight. Okay. So you ready? Go for it. Okay. Uh rock steady. Arkham Asylum. E-football. What? <laughs> Naughty Dog. Brilliant. WWE 2K22. No comment. Blame <laughs> Lurker. Fuck off. <laughs> now for listeners are thinking, well, well, yeah, the 2K22 was smart. Flame Lurker was the boss. That killed Demon Souls for Asim. <laughs> I stopped playing it. I stopped playing it. It was too much. Was that the Oh my god, that the boss. It's one of them. He's one. He's he's like the fourth okay. one. Okay. No, I think he's the flanks, Tower Knight, mm. the Spider, and then fourth it's Flame Lurker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the fourth one. He's a bastard. He's an absolute bastard. No, like I was like, nope, it's not worth it. I don't want to get. I don't want to get annoyed. <laughs> and, there, and there's me about to break pads and shit. Like you know, the fucking game, but. Um, <laughs> Hassan, it's been great. We really appreciate you yeah. coming on. And uh, you're, you're, you're the inaugural episode of this. You know, we My wanted pleasure. to get you on. Uh, find out what your top games were and what games mean to you and what games specifically and have a laugh at Zelda's expense as well. So that was just like a bonus. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zelda fans. Sorry. But, you know, you you're because you haven't played Listen, the games. Okay, it shows. It's really cool because obviously if you listen to previous episodes, listeners will know that we want Xbox to succeed because we feel like we'll get a better PlayStation. Alex talks about Nintendo a lot. There is games that are like on our predictions, anticipated lists that are non-PlayStation. So to hear that your top five predominantly is PlayStation shows just obviously the legacy that the the console has for long-term gamers as well, which is amazing, you know, and we'll let the Luigi's Mansion pad thing slide. (laughs) What are you talking about? If you said what is your best game of all time, of all time, we'll be like the majority of them. We're gonna be an internet console. Obviously, the, the, wall, uh, we'll be the most people listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. Look, I agree with you that if you were to ask the majority of people what their favorite game is, it'd be a Nintendo game, yes, but they're dead already. So we don't need to go that far back, right? Yeah. It's again just, just hate it. You know what I mean? You know, when, when you play Breath of the Wall and I see a tear come from your eye, I'll be like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> Listen, you're talking to a mega drive boy, I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, those free action buttons, but anyway. But Asim, we really, really appreciate it. And again, no, people can pleasure. find you at Asim Tanvia. The link is obviously in the description. People can chat to you about games, yep. chat to you about uh, Tiny Tina, Tina Tiny, whatever. As I, could, <laughs> as I couldn't pronounce it, I was thinking about you just getting so angry as you're listening to me trying to pronounce this game tiny tina's wonderland tiny tina's wonderland you know which looks stunning by the way alex got proper hype because he's a borderlands fan as well so nice um nice. we really really appreciate it and actually before you go last question what game are you most anticipated for non-2k related 
Ooh. Non 2K related. Because you would have uh, said Midnight Suns if I asked you <laughs> to let you go on there. So I'm not going to let you say that. Um, this year or like, just like coming up? Uh, Anything general? that's been officially announced. Officially announced. Uh, I am very much looking forward to Insomniac's take on Wolverine um, and seeing what they do with it. Uh, I'm hoping it's from the short snippet of that teaser, it seems like they will get the character and it won't be like um, kind of, I guess, dumbed down. Uh, It needs to be uh, a short game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'll uh, be interested to see how they do the regenerative health, you know, and things like that. It'll be really interesting. But did you notice the comic on the wall? Yeah, the it, it, it um, on the number plate it's got Hulk. Um, I think one. Oh, is it number plate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. it, nice. it hints at Hulk being in the game, or maybe that just is like a Easter egg or something like that. But may, if Hulk's in the game, that'll be even even better. Uh, that would be great. Be sick. Yeah, Alex, what's your most anticipated? Um, Spider-Man Two. Nice, nice. Spider-Man Two. I can't wait. If, if they put Hulk in that, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, I was saying to Alex, I was like, I want my single-player experience, mm-hmm. but I would love co-op modes where you can race people and do yeah. battles together and so keep that separate. <clears> That'd be awesome. Place. But yeah. it'll be really, really interesting. Uh, What's yours, Sonny? No one's asked you. <laughs> <laughs> you. I don't know. You're gonna laugh at me. Apart from e-football. Nah, you know, you know, you know, it's God of War Ragnarok. You know, uh, God of War means a lot to me. I've grown up with that franchise. Um, yeah. And 2018 came at the right time and it aligned with my real life as well, having a son and everything as well. So I just cannot wait for Ragnarok, you know, mm. uh, especially now, even more so that they said they're going to end the North law with this game. So I was like, holy shit, what are they going to do, man? So this game's going to feel, yeah, for me, you know, because I'm just thinking, all right, are they going to, you know, they're finishing this story. The patterns on the wall show what happens to Kratos in that story. So are they going to do that? You know, so it'll be really, really interesting to see. I just want to kick the shit out of Fat Thor. So I can't wait, <laughs> you know, it'll be really, really good. Fat um, Thor's amazing, by the way. I don't care yeah, what yeah. it is. It looks like a bar, proper barbarian. <laughs> so it's going to be great. Ooh. But, uh, Asim, thank you very much. And uh, again, listeners, we'll have a lot more of these each and every week alongside the latest PS5 episodes, the latest PSX as well. So we really, really appreciate your support. Thank you very much for listening. Asim, you have the final word this week. No pressure. I have the final word. Uh, All I'll say is everyone should be subscribing or listening to this this podcast. This is the best place to podcast. Yes. You want to say, you really want to say, you know, too. But yeah, that's all right. You were Ronaldo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.